So Nick, you want to do your cold open? Yeah, no, real quick, I do I do want to talk about you guys aren't big sports fans, and neither am I. Neither am I. But I no, do like I like I like judo. Yes. Oh, I don't know anything one. about sports. That's too cool to be considered a sport. I'm kidding. <laughs> It's the best. Sports are cool. They're just not Kayla Harrison's the best motherfucker ever. Anyways, go on. But for some of our sports-savvy fans out there, they might know what happened during Super Bowl 50-whatever on the 3rd of February during the halftime show. That was like two days ago for us. It was. So... Hey, you're really dating how late we're recording this shit. Shut up. Don't tell them. (laughs) It's already late. You're the one who said two days ago. Do you guys know what happened? They... I don't. I wasn't watching it. I was playing a video game called Dokapon Kingdom. Okay, I was also playing a video game, but I do know they did us all really dirty. Alright, I'm going to start out with what happened, with what everybody saw. During the halftime show, they start out with Maroon 5 or something. And they finish their song, and all of a sudden, it straight cuts to Squidward. Uh... They got Squidward in the band outfit from, <laughs> from Band Geeks. And you're thinking, holy shit. Then they holy cut to Sp- shit. Then they cut to SpongeBob doing a little dance. You're like, holy shit. And then holy they cut, fuck. Then they cut straight to the horns in the they opening did. for Sweet Victory. Oh my god. And they oh my god. the horns. And you're like, oh my lord. Oh my lord. And then they cut back and you see like animated meteors falling into the in, into the superdome and Nick, like, am i going th- no nick am i going to have to go watch the super bowl halftime show no, right you're now? not prepare let to be finish. sad let me finish you're thinking holy what? shit holy shit they're doing it spongebob is going to come down from the sky and he's going to perform sweet victory at the super bowl it's gonna happen and then when the meteors hit a, there's a rapper standing there and he performs a rap song and they don't reference the SpongeBob bit at all after that. What? Yep. That is it. What? That awful. Yeah. That's Yo, terrible. what? That's yeah. yeah. I, they're this like, is we're a doing completely it. Completely genuine it. reaction doing it. from Gavin. We're doing friends. it. Yeah. I, it's no, rap wait, time. I, wait. What? No. Yeah, they just totally went like, nah. You don't get it. How can they? How could they trip so damn hard? What the fuck? They had the complete right idea and everything, and they just... Do you know who would have loved that? Everyone? Yeah! Yeah. What the shit? I would have watched the Super Bowl for that. What the fuck? I hate sports. Now, here's the backstory. And this could either make it worse or better. Apparently... After the creator of Spongebob passed away, yeah, uh, there was a petition that started up to I say, know, yeah. okay, in his in his memory, play Sweet Victory at the Super Bowl, like in oh. Band Geeks. So you're thinking, like, okay, that's really be... mm-hmm. Yes. You so got that, bu- like, this was a major thing, like, for a while. I, I never heard of it, so it was like a change.org. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was like a change.org petition, so, the, so whatever that means. They didn't do it. But there started to be, but like Maroon 5, they put out like a tweet saying like, they showed a short clip of, and it might have been literally the entire thing of what they showed for the Super Bowl, of like Spongebob and like doing the band thing. And and they're kind of teasing that, yeah, we are doing something. Spongebob will make an appearance. 
and everybody's like, "Holy fuck? lord, holy lord!" And it was it was literally five seconds long. I we've been smackledorfed. But I'm sad. The right? one now I'm really sad now. But to play devil's advocate, you have to you have to question how long does it take them to prepare a Super Bowl halftime performance? Like how long does that take? And I Stephen, mean, probably a little bit. Uh, Stephen I don't Hillenburg, know. They could have done more. They could have said Stephen more. Stephen died. I think like three months ago. They could have mentioned but, it. They could have mentioned his name and been like, "Sorry, we didn't have time to prepare more." But here's this. They could have been more respectful. Yeah, I feel like they I literally like... could have done nothing this time around. Now, yeah, and they then next done time, next if they if they didn't have time, it was one of two things. I feel like either they saw that people wanted it, they wanted to pay homage to this guy, and they they got in as much as they could into this tight schedule, and then they 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 put that out there. The other thing is way more scummy, and that is that they decided that they were going to tell the, all the people who were super interested in it and had been trying to get it signed on, like, oh, yeah, there's going to be something, and then they just put something in there to get them to watch the Super Bowl. It's one of those two things. Either way, they screwed up. I'm really sad now. Yeah. I mean, okay, hold on. If it was the former, you know, they just didn't have time. I feel like this is part of, like, creators need to be a bit more honest with their fans. Like, a lot of fans don't get that, hey, shit takes time to do. And if they didn't have time, they could always just be upfront, Just be like, hey, we don't have time. Mm-hmm. All right? Maybe, the, maybe next time. I'm sorry. Right. You gotta but be we're upfront. listening. Because what everybody wants the most is, to, is confirmation that you're listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... I feel, I feel like betrayed. I, I feel like either I didn't way. I watch it. I feel betrayed. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go watch it tonight. Yeah. I feel like either way it was handled really poorly, and yeah, it wasn't great. It was not great. Wow. So welcome to hey Storyboard. Guys. Welcome to Storyboard. This is a comedy podcast that makes you feel like shit. I'm Gavin. <laughs> I'm Nick. And I'm Laura. So here's a fun fact. This is a message going out to three separate people right now, and the listeners. <laughs> My dad <laughs> just recently went into the room next door, so he's going to hear all of me recording this. Father, I apologize for all the cussing I'm going to be doing that you're going to hear. <laughs> Fuck! Oh, okay. Hey, what do we watch? <laughs> we watched she Princess of Power. And I know what you're thinking. I know what Not you're that thinking. One. I know what you're thinking. You're like Gavin. It's the princesses of power. Nope. No. But I say nay nay. <laughs> Not nay nay. No. Much like a certain unicorn, Pegasus. Nay nay. No, his is nay nay. <laughs> no. Oh. We watched the one from 1985. And boy, howdy. <laughs> listeners, hey, listeners, I like to. I like to re- lean in real close and tell you a little secret about uh, why we watched uh, the 1985 version. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Asshole! We felt... Yeah. That's not very nice. Dick. We felt obligated because we wanted to do the new one. We thought, man, that show looks good. We want to do it. But then we're like... <sighs> it's a remake. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
All right, let's so we let's, gotta watch the old one. Let's watch the old one and then we'll shit on it and we'll be like, ha ha, it's so bad, fuck you. And then we'll do the new one and then it's gonna be a lot better and we're gonna be like, oh my god, it's so good. I'm like, like, uh. they fixed it. Yes, they made it. Better. No, they no, they didn't. They ruined well, it. The, okay. the the new one, so... the new one, they ruined it. I at listen, this is my hot take. <laughs> After watching the original, I realized the true genius that they had back in 1985. They nailed it the first time around. Okay, so we're pausing Goofums for a minute. I think all of us on different levels are ashamed to say how much we actually genuinely enjoyed ourselves. Yep. Yo, what the fuck? Like, it's stupid, but it's (laughs) fun. Like, this is my favorite, like quote-unquote old show we've done so far this is like oh a lot gosh. of fun we should go Yo, over the captain in captain in can suck nine dicks she-ra princess of power is the mvp okay don't be mean decrease dick <laughs> so... count but <laughs> captain in can suck seven and a half dicks how's that i'll take it i mean that's his prerogative <laughs> um <laughs> okay <laughs> So, the episodes that we watched were the first five episodes of the series, Into Etheria, Beast Island, She-Ra Unchained, Reunions, and Battle for Bright Moon. They kind of all fit together pretty well. Uh-huh. They're all one. E- like, even the even It's a the continuous episodes, story. Yeah, even the episodes say, like, oh, tune in next week for part seven of, uh... Part seven of the, the five-part adventure. <laughs> the Sword of She-Ra. It felt... It felt like it went on for a while. I had... It did go on for a while, because it was, like, an hour. <laughs> More than an hour. It was it was longer than a movie. Hey, yo. You know what I hate? What? I hate when shows say, A sneak peek from the next episode of <laughs> Insert Show Title Here! And then, like, shit happens, and then, but you're watching it on Netflix, right? So, like... So or, you're going to see it in five seconds anyway. Or you're watching it after the fact, so you're going to see it in five seconds anyways, and you don't want all of the spoiler shit out of context, right? Mm-hmm. She-Ra has done it perfectly. <laughs> they show I, you I, things I, in no context, with no I dialogue, you don't know what's happening! I finally know the correct way to do this. What you do is you show the main villain making random gurgling noises, your hero in random kinky bonded situations, <laughs> oh, dear. and you show random ass dialogue that makes no fucking sense, and also you show random scenes of people walking places. No, the thing is, none of those next time on She-Ra had any dialogue at all. It was just gurgling noises. No, no, it was the one time. Every other time there was no dialogue, and then they cut to Hordak, and he's just like... He's <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs> He doesn't look like a pig at all. He's okay. Ganondorf. <laughs> so, he's Robo-Ganondorf. So, we're going to do an extremely quick rundown of the plot, because it doesn't take long. Yeah, we're trying a new format here. Because we do this for a long time sometimes. We open on He-Man, not She-Ra, and he's doing his He-Man thing. He goes to some sorceress lady. She's like, He-Man, I found, I, I found somebody important. She, she's, they're in another dimension. Bring this sword to him. 
And He-Man's like, all right, I'll do that. Um, he goes through the portal. He goes to Etheria. Uh, but Etheria is being run by this evil Hordak guy. And the He-Man goes to a bar and he meets uh, Legolas. Uh, <laughs> Redhead Legolas. Legolas in a weird owl co- koala thing. With uh, a very nice mustache. Uh, Legolas introduces himself as Bo, which, yeah, I see that. Um, if, okay, if you've seen the new She-Ra, you're go- he's gonna walk in, see this guy, and you're instantly going to think, is that Seahawk? No, no it's not. Gavin, it's my time right now. Alright, you fucker. It's the Nick He-Man hour. The Nick Power hour. Nick's He-Man. Adam, who is He-Man's alternate identity, Adam, who is He-Man's alternate identity, turns into He-Man, and he also turns his really annoying tiger, Cringer, into Battle Cat. His name is Cringer. And they fight some evil tin cans. And then Bo says, oh, this guy's a rebel now. And He-Man's like, well, all right. Um, <laughs> then they go outside and they fight some evil ladies and two weird aliens. One lady turns into a cat, then they punch her, then she goes back to normal. And then, <laughs> uh, and then, blo- and then the blonde lady pulls out a gun and shoots He-Man. And she's like, ah, yes, I, Adora, will pick up this sword and be evil. And that's where we leave off. Episode two, Beast Island. We told you. No, we're, we're going to talk about episode one. What? We're going to talk about episode one now. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was just the plot synopsis. So there's not much She-Ra in this episode of She-Ra. <laughs> this is part one of five. Laura. All right. We're All getting right. there. You're saying there's not a ton of She-Ra in the first couple of episodes of She-Ra. <laughs> exactly. The I was going one, for a build-up, like, every end. episode. I'm like, well, we'll see her eventually, I guess. Okay, episode one, I have written that this is fucking hilarious. It is weirdly enjoyable. Instantly, I I strangely like this. Like, I was expecting he re- He-Man to have this, Ha-ha, I am He-Man, ask fucking vibe going on to him. And no, he is the chillest motherfucker alive. He's another he has boy. This, he has this fucking Bob Ross ass voice that I could just listen to all damn day. It's Gavin, surprisingly soothing. Gavin, you thought of Bob Ross. I thought of like that time that SpongeBob turned normal. <laughs> he, he has the farthest from He-Man voice that you like, could I ex- possibly I- get. I'd never seen He-Man. I expected, like, a, oh, I'm a He-Man testosterone voice. But no, he's just, like, a guy who talks slightly louder than normal. You think he's going to sound like Simon Belmont from from Captain N, and he sounds like... Oh, he comes back to Captain N. Hi, guys. It's... Hi, it's me. He... Adam. Adam. Now... I've made that joke 50 times. I'm sorry. We're going to make some happy little trees right here. Just some happy little trees. We're going to whack off her brushes, and... Nope, uh, that's not what he says. Yeah, that's what he says. That's what he says, I gotta beat the devil at it. Out of it. Beat the devil out of it. And it's just like... I'm gonna make some happy little, uh... I'm gonna... I'm gonna beat the devil out of this. And then he beats everybody up, because they're evil. (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh, there's Skeletor. Well, I'm going to beat the devil out of him by the power of Grayskull. I would love to do the I have the power, but I would destroy my mic. There is no... I have the power! I have the power! It's great. Nick, Nick, if you're not going to go into it, then just don't. I was trying not to peek my mic, but sure, you fine. You gotta do it justice, or but else sure, you just fine. Please don't peek the mic. <laughs> Neighbors, I'm really sorry. I have the power! Really uh, good. Hey, if you could hear the way it sounded to me, that sounded like... Like... Heenathan Man. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Heenathan Manstery. Heenathan J. Man. <laughs> the J-Man. See, I have never seen almost any He-Man other than some very rare memes. But I Hold didn't on, know... Hey Yeah 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 is not a rare meme. Continue. No, that isn't He-Man. That's Hey Yeah Yeah Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> You're right. Now, I didn't expect Prince Adam to actually be as close as he was to Hey Yeah Yeah Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> He's not There's hey, a fine yeah, yeah, line, yeah. but there is a line. There is a line, nonetheless. Um, but he's so far from what I thought. I Like, yeah, the dude is, like, understandable. Oh, he's yeah. shredded. Don't get me wrong. He's shredded, but dis- down to earth and a nice guy. He's shredded, but he covers that 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 shredded physique in a nice... I saw, the, I saw this man push over an entire prison. Well, that was He-Man. But, however, <laughs> totally he's still guy. shredded as Adam. He's still shredded as Adam, but he covers that shredded body with a nice pink polo shirt and a vest. Stylish. That is who, that is who Prince Adam is. And um, the Speedo. That's He-Man. Can we talk about Cringer? And the fucking Leotard. Can we talk about how Leotards are the most, the most popular fashion statement in this world? In both of these worlds, honestly. Can we talk about how wearing as little clothing as possible is apparently what you do. I will say, He-Man wears less clothes than She-Ra. Can that we talk about... Which is... Can we talk about... The, a little surprising, but... You know what? It could have been worse. Can we talk about the certain lack of um, detail to He-Man's apparently skin-tight crotch? Listen. I mean, we technically speaking can... There's something... Technically, what? yes. Morally, not sure. <laughs> I'm just gonna put this out there. He-Man's wearing some skin-tight shit. If you're looking out there, you should notice something that's not there. <laughs> Which I understand is why... It, this is a fucking kid show, but also... But have what He-Man is wear pants. There are certain expectations you have when somebody says... That the man's name is He-Man. <laughs> is this what's gonna be? Is this is this what this is now? Is am I subject to this now? Is this what's happening? Yep. Are you holding me and yeah. our friends hostage Mora. now? Mora. Yeah, you could join in if you want and have a good time. No, I don't think it I is. will. This is Dick Talk 2K19. You'd expect He-Man to have a huge one, but gee willikers, you just don't notice it. Kevin, my Willikers. entire family. There's just not too much right Williker. They could hear me. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs>
All right. Nah, this, we need this to stop is a talking. kid show. This is we a kid show. Stop. I understand. But <laughs> just Boy's not a kid show. Pants. We need to stop no, talking about Adam. Um, what about Cringer? And... We haven't we need to talk about Cringer. Well, apparently right we don't have to stop talking about Adam, because that's all this show is about for the first 90 episodes. No, I'd say that the first... I'd say that the first five episodes have a bit more He-Man, just a bit more than She-Ra. The first... It's like the first two and a half episodes is about He-Man, and then the rest of it is like... 40% He-Man, 60% which, She-Ra, which is a little annoying, but okay. I get it, okay. You know, uh, She-Ra's the new gal on the block, you know. He-Man is the, the established uh, brand, so to speak. You know, maybe they thought she'd need a little bit of his help to get off the ground because this is a spinoff and all that stuff. I get it. But also, I came here to watch She-Ra. Yeah. And, uh, I got so little She-Ra, and at the end of episode 5, when I finally got a lot of She-Ra, <laughs> I just, I was like, I was sobbing, I was like, fucking finally. Well, we talked a lot about He-Man, but he is ostensibly our protagonist for the first episode. He's also got his trusty sidekick, Cringer, and I don't like him. He has two no. personality okay. traits, and those are that he is... He is he is hungry and that he is a coward and that is, and he cycles between the two. Okay, you know what's so fucking weird is what? that Cringer is an annoying fuck who's awful and terrible, and Battle Cat is an amazing ass motherfucker beast with a dope ass name. Okay, so so Adam and holds they're up... the same dude. Adam holds up the sword and he turns into He-Man, who's like kind of the same personality. And then Cringer looks at the sword and he's like, "Guys, I'm competent now." <laughs> until he until he clicks until he clicks the off button on the sword, I'm competent for the next two hours. Well, Adam like lasers Cringer and he and he like looks like he, it looks like it causes him some pain. He looks he horrified not... every time. He's like, oh no, oh no, I'm ready to smash some skulls. I mean, I can tell you this, his skull is definitely smashed inside of that helmet, because that's not where eyes are supposed to go. It's not really. No, his skull's not smashed, it's stretched. <laughs> his um, eyes are like a foot up higher than what they should be. Oh, we get to meet Glimmer in this uh, episode. She's the fucking worst. She's uh, nothing. She doesn't have anything in these episodes. I don't know if she gets better later on, but... We get to see her. That's all I'm going to mention. Because that's and all then... she really did. Yeah, really. We get Bo. Uh... Oh, Bo's great. Oh, and there's our wacky cast of, you know, other guys. We didn't get Seahawk. It's just various assorted farmers with swords and spears and the like. And, like, the witch lady. Yeah, witch lady was... I was not expecting to like Witch Lady as much as I did. Yo, Madam Raz. I liked her voice, surprisingly. It's oh, adorable. dearie my. Yo, her voice acting is on point. Yeah, it's pretty good voice acting for the 80s. She sounds like the barkeeper from uh, Over the Garden Wall. <gasps> oh, yeah. I Which mean, means it's... she sounds like Betty Boop. Yeah, She's mean... strangely likable. She has a stupid fucking gimmick that's annoying as hell, but she is strangely likable and within the context of the show, very OP. Like, yeah. why do we even need She-Ra? <laughs> yeah, well, because 
Madame she has concentrated power. See, no, Ma- what's her name? Madame Raza? Raza? Madame Raza. Yeah. Madame Raza. She's got, she has a lot of power, but it's all over the place and she can't tr- control it. She-Ra has like slightly less power, but it is laser focused. Madame Raz can do basically whatever she wants, but she will always 100% of the time mess it up the first time. <laughs> she just says That's... a word wrong and she's like, ah, beans. She will always, always mess it up the first time and then rarely attempt a second. Boodily? Everyone, I want to kill everyone. Oh no, I meant. Oh, no. oh man, I meant I to meant... say Hordak. Oh, oh shit, I meant, I meant to everyone. Say... Oh no, instead of kill, I meant to say heal. Yo, what if Madame Raz knows exactly what she's doing? Ooh, deep. Here to screw these people. Deep cover agent. Deep cover. No, maybe not even a cover agent. She's just the only agent she is is an agent of chaos. <laughs> chaotic raz um <laughs> i mean we get introduced to some of the um to some of hordax minions oh i loved hordax minions we got- yo antenna though <laughs> this four-legged bug-eyed pointy tooth motherfucker Ooh. why it's going on I-, I have no idea how he sounds i'm I able to bug my eyes out and some rays come out of it and do whatever i say they do this time i guess yeah Unless... i'll oh no my balance i can't stand upright yeah my balance ray is knocking him off his feet there's also <laughs> man who has suction cups for arms i don't like him <laughs> i love a suction cup man. monster Fuck you, he sucks you up, man! man. His, his only power is that he can manifest suction cups. My sucking power in. knows no bounds. He's pretty hot, you must admit. <laughs> Yo, he was smoking. He was not. He was a blue man. I didn't like him. He's like a weird guy. Yo, I saw him and I said, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, he is it. Yeah. <laughs> this show, I get, with their cookie-cutter female cast, was God. going for the sex appeal, but well, they got not, it not with Suction Cup Man. Not necessarily sex appeal, it's all so they could use the same molds for the action figure. Yep. Fuck you, right? Speaking of which, there's also Catra, who can turn into a cat. She puts on her mask, and she turns into a cat. It's... Yo, can we talk about Catra's voice? <laughs> I've got him now. Mm. I don't. I don't. When she's not shrieking, she's sounding like a cookie cutter '80s hooker, <laughs> which I guess makes sense because this was the '80s. I don't know what an '80s hooker sounds like, but all right, I'll take your word for it. And then there's Scorpio. She's just being really breathy and seductive, <laughs> and I didn't appreciate. Gross. It was. Re- it was. Then there's there's also Scorpia who shows up, and I think they're trying to imply like she's got like a deeper like kind of like a Russian accent, but her body does not fit fit that voice no. at all. Big she's meaty like, claws, except there's no meat on these claws. Big, You're like the size of baby claws. I do these like are the size the, of safety scissors. I do like though every so often they'll cut back to her and and like she'll just snip her claws like <laughs> <laughs> she just. 
Clipper claws menacingly. It's hilarious. She's not a very intimidating silhouette. No. If you if you enjoyed the new She-Ra, I think I think Scorpia is one of the biggest disappointments by far. Because Scorpia is a fucking goddess in the new She-Ra, and here, <laughs> not even a little. You need to have a special set of standards to enjoy the Scorpia more than the new one. I assume I haven't actually seen the new one yet, but I like her. Yeah, but how, do you know what she looks like? I do. She's adorable, and I love her. I know. Yeah, but, um, and then there's Adora, who, her crazy superpower is, she brought a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm glad. I, I mean, Nick, I'm... her special superpower is that she's fucking She-Ra. Well, not, not yet. yet. Right? <laughs> not yet. Right now, she's just the only person who's like, okay, you grab your crazy eye lasers and your suction cups and your weird cat visor. I'm going to grab a Glock. <laughs> well, not everybody, not everybody can have crab claws or be made of cats, all right? <laughs> Some people, some people just work really, really hard, and then they get a gun. And honestly, I think a gun would have solved so many problems that the the villain cast had. There's also Shadow Weaver who has whatever magic Rothgar needs. That's it. There's also Shadow Weaver who is the perfect female female form. Uh huh. Just like a, it's like a very tight fitting blanket around some boobs, basically. No, 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 no. That no. blanket was loose as shit, <laughs> and her waist was still tidy as hell. Which, what the fuck? That's no, no, no. no. She <laughs> is the ideal um, the female idea. form because if you actually take off her robes, she's, she's just a black just... cloud of malice. That's it. <laughs> a black cloud of of just dark energy. But they still manage no. to draw the boobs on. Hey, Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Overwatch. <laughs> She-Ra did it first. <laughs> Check your swap, Reaper. Check your shit, Reaper. Uh, Reaper's right, my let's... favorite character. And uh, yeah, thing. I mean, the only the only other thing we get in this episode is the fact that it's called that the villain organization is called the Evil Horde. Hey, hey, Nick. Yeah. Hey, Nick. What? Who's your favorite Overwatch character? Zenyatta. Hey, Laura. Yeah. Do you like? Uh, May and Diva. It's good shit. Yep. I like Reaper. You sure do. Anyways. <laughs> oh, I also like Farah. She's nice. Ah, fuck. I hate Farah. Even though I play Reaper and he's a natural Farah counter, but let me tell you, Farah gets He's not sometimes. a Farah counter, Gavin. I Hold also on. like. <laughs> I also like Tracer, but I'm not good at. This is not the Overwatch one. <laughs> We yeah, sure I... like to steal our friends at Overwatch's Thunder a lot, don't I we? Yo, let me just say, let me just say real quick, purely, purely on paper, it seems like Farah should beat Reaper every time. Like I say, Reaper's a natural Farah counter, and I'm joking, sort of. But the matchup's yeah. not as one-sided as you would think. Same. That's thing. all I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Overwatch right. boys, we're coming for your asses. <laughs> All right, Sorry, on to episode two. Somebody summarize episode two. Uh, you're Ray. You're Ray. You're a nice gent. All right, you're a real nice guy. I've been messaging Ray. He's a good boy. Go watch his show. All right. Terrence and Joe are good boys too. They're all good boys. We love them. Episode two. 
be silent. <laughs> um, so He-Man has been captured, and he, like, talks to Adora, and he's like, I can't believe you work for this evil stuff. And she's like, it's not evil. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, hmm. And she prepares. <laughs> 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 That's what happens. That's she, it. She prepares <laughs> yeah. to go on a cross-country road trip to make to prove him wrong that they're not evil, but they are evil. Um, but they super are. Is the problem? Yeah. And I Man, can't... I don't know what else to say about this one because Wikipedia just says that sentence basically, and this episode features a different opening sequence. Okay, I wrote down that Adora's an idiot because she's so oblivious that the evil horde is evil. But, but I have to take it back because actually she was under an oblivious spell by Shadow Weaver, so. I'm sorry for insulting your intelligence, She-Ra. Yeah, they say that she's under, like, some mental manipulation spells, mm-hmm. and you kind of come to the conclusion that, yeah, that doesn't mean that she's, like, that, like, she's, like, a mindless drone. It just kind of very slightly alters her perception of things. Right. So, like, she still thinks for herself, but there are some things that she just, um, like, just can't put together because of that spell. But It's, it's like the mist. In Percy Jackson. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it just very slightly obscures a couple of things. Which I kind of like yeah. how that's handled without in doing that instead of just making her a mindless drone of whatever, because that's boring and done to death. Well, yeah, well, no. she's kind of a mindless drone uh, later when they increase the intensity of the spell, because now they're working against the, the power of Grayskull. Yeah, but not sword, for super long. To, like, get her back. Yeah. Yeah, not for super long. But you kind of... I feel like, and this is just kind of a my own personal headcanon, is that they didn't want to increase the power of that spell because it would make her less effective as, like, a decision maker. That's um, a good headcanon. It was, like, yeah, it was more... Yo, I can guarantee you that not this much thought was put into the show. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right, but, hey. Listen, hey. Fan- sometimes fandoms gotta step in when other people won't. All right. The original He-Man fandom. I have to say, a lot of 80s shows are like you're screaming at them to do the obvious thing, and then they don't do the obvious thing, and then you go die. But in this show, like, Hordak's like, or Shadow Weaver, rather, uh, says, My spell wore off, yes! And then you're screaming at them, Then cast another spell, idiot! Because, you know, you think you're all smart and shit. And then Hordak goes, Hmm. Cast another spell, and you go, oh. <laughs> well, okay, to be fair, don't give them too Shit, much credit. Because right? there's been, like, at least two or three times where Shadow Weaver's like, let me cast a spell to stop He-Man, and Horathgar's like, nah. And she's like, okay. And Hodak's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and instead, place an order for lunch. <laughs> I want chicken fingers. Instead, place an order for lunch. I am a hungry, hungry Hordak. <laughs> That's my favorite children's game, Four and Up. <laughs> Everyone's favorite it's just Marvel hungry, hungry game. hippos. Oh no, it's just hungry, hungry hippos. Except all of the hippos are replaced with Hordak's head in different colors, and every time you press down the little button, it makes a little snorting sound. <laughs> um, and then. And then, if you lose, 
it sucks out a little bit of your free will and powers Hordak's latest MacGuffin tenderizer machine. Oh, was that in this episode? I that was in this episode, one. right? No, it's in the next okay. one. I'm going to be real. I don't have anything else to say. I'll be, be silent. Oh, yeah, no. All right. The one, th- the one thing I want to talk about is, like, on, on Adora's little road trip. Um, All right. She sees, like, three different instances of... <laughs> Like she goes out and she's like, um, she sees a group of like uh of like slaves being marched through the woods, and then there's an evil tin can, and he's like, oh, keep up, slaves. And then one slave falls over, he's like, oh, give me some water. And the tin can's like, oh, give me some water. And then he throws him into the <laughs> lake, and the guy's drowning, and the tin can's like, ah ha 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 ha, you're drowning, old man. And then some people pick him up, and Adora's like in the woods looking. She's like, hmm. Yeah, all uh, the time she sees <laughs> things like this happening, she just like grimaces. She's like. <laughs> and then and then the next one is like uh tin cans attacking a like, like a father or, or like taking crops or something and oh, this little horse. kid oh yeah it's a horse and the little kid like is like ah no tin can you're bad and then the tin can decks him across the face he's like oh you need to learn your place little boy and then the little boy starts crying and then adora's in the woods she's like hmm <laughs> <laughs> i like how he's taken to call the tin cans <laughs> yeah, another tin can. Uh, and because then later, that's what they like, are. <laughs> and then later, you see a bunch of people running around. They're like, "Oh no, somebody heard Jonathan say something about how he doesn't like the horde and their taxes are too high." And a tin can heard, and now they're blowing up his house. <laughs> and then you get to see them blow up their house. And don't worry, they do it in as few frames as possible. And then Adora's over there, like, hmm. <laughs> It's just instantly destroyed, and it's really, really funny. Oh, man. Oh, also, the little boy who got punched earlier, he's wearing half a leotard and a vest. (laughs) I have have two notes I want to get to super fast. Uh And that's everybody comes to rescue He-Man, but they get captured. Oh, no. And Hordak comes in and tells them to take them to a cell. (laughs) An uncomfortable cell. You monster! And I'm like, oh, Hordak's got cells of various comforts. That's... He's got what? the left one that's got a water. <laughs> Everybody who says that this show has flat characters and fucking no detail, uh, shut the hell up. Hordak has various cells of various comforts confirmed. I had considered that the idea that he had an uncomfortable cell implied <laughs> he did the that he had more comfortable of the bachelor suite. <laughs> For the honeymoon cell. <laughs> does, does okay? Does Hordak have a goddamn penthouse cell, or like, does he just have less uncomfortable cells? No, 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 no. It's like Hordak comes across and people are like, ah, oh, throw them in the dungeon. But we just got married. Aww. <laughs> you get the, the cell with the heart-shaped cell. concrete for a bed. But what's this? He's sucking out the power of their love. <laughs> Alright, yeah, let's... Oh, oh, by the way, uh, koala owl thing frees He-Man, and He-Man... I think I think he punches some people, and then they leave. Yeah, that's No, he happens. pushes over a prison. He pushes over a prison, is what he that's does. That's right. right. He they pushes over prison. the whole building, and it's glorious. <laughs> they all get out of prison, and then He-Man walks up to the side of the prison. He puts his hands on the side of the prison, and he pushes, and the whole thing collapses. In Down it goes like a stack of cards. Oh, it's fantastic. Episode three? You want to check this Yeah, episode three. Laura, 
Oh, wait. No. I already took it. Yeah. I already took, I took two. Oh, yeah. Gavin, do it. Okay. Um, well, Hordak builds a giant, uh, ray. <laughs> he builds a giant ray gun, and he goes, I'm going to shoot this at the rebels, and then they're all going to be trapped forever. And then he does, like, an evil laugh and shit. <laughs> yeah. And then, but he says, he says, but we have to wait until the magna beam, that's what it's called, is at full power before we can, you know, kill everybody. Because, you know, cartoons. And, uh... <laughs> That's right. So they go in, and they He-Man infiltrates the whole deal, and he convinces She-Ra to not be a giant asshole, and then they both stop him, and then, congratulations, bada-bing, bada-boom, She-Ra's on the winning side. Finally. Oh, uh, she, well, she also picks up her She-Ra sword, and it tells her, hey, say these magic words, and she says these magic words, and then she gets huge, and she busts He-Man out of jail. Huge and beautiful and lovely, and a bird lady's like... That's your brother. Oh, that's right. We forgot to talk about the sorceress lady who just wears a bird head on her head. I think she might be actually... See, I did a, like, two-second cursory Wikipedia look earlier today. I think she is a bird who takes human form. I'm not crazy sure, though. She lives in a dank-ass fucking basement, and she wears a bird on her head. This is her style. This is the Nick, life. what's her favorite type of music? She lives in a castle, covered in skulls, and she wears a bird on her head. She is an absolute metal monster. He-Man walks by one day and just very muffled. You can hear the guitar solo of Through the Fire and the Flames coming through. How do you think... How do you think she made those swords if she was blasting metal the entire time? <laughs> she had Battle Cat in mind. <laughs> like, no, she had Through the Fire and Flames in mind when she was deciding what exactly Battle Cat would turn into. Did she make, oh, the, yeah, did she yeah. make the sword? I don't Probably. know, maybe. I mean, she's like, a, she, she had the one and she gave it to Adora, so. We forgot to mention that the MacGuffin Ray um, takes the energy of people to full up and then mind controls them to be slaves okay so yo can i talk about this ray for four seconds go actually nine hours this is the most this no this is the most evil thing in any show i've ever seen well sort of i have an agenda no shut up no shut up this is the most evil thing (laughs) because it is a, it takes a really long time to power up classic cartoon evil. Fucking, it's gonna, it's it's not gonna kill everybody outright, it's just gonna move them somewhere else, and then they'll be trapped. So it is hugely convoluted, it takes so long to power up, it's hugely convoluted, and it runs on the power of free will, because they trap people and suck out their brains to power the gun and then they're mindless zombies afterwards so that they can kill everyone in an overly evil non-fucking super elaborate non-efficient way and i love it this is the most evil thing i was ever i was wrong about my addendum you were talking about cartoonish evil and i was gonna be like um, no yeah actually it doesn't kill them it just moves them somewhere else but then you're like yeah it's part of it i'm like Okay, you're right. No, no yeah, no. it's so convoluted for no reason. 
This, this is like this is what Doofenshmirtz wants to be. Largely inefficient. This is what inspired <laughs> Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> this laser runs on the power of free will and makes <laughs> slaves to use for slave labor. This is like nine birds with one stone. This is amazing. Also, also, it doesn't just transport people to any old place. It transports them to the Valley of Death. The Valley of the I, I, I was just going to call Excuse it the okay, Valley of the Lost. They're dying. Come on. No. I didn't remember the name. I was no, just going to call it the Phantom Zone. I thought it was just I'm lost Sindu. because they don't the know where it the is. Lost. They're just super lost. Like, that's what I got from Also, even where, worse... Like, He's planning to transport the entire forest. Massive, massive impact on the environment. <laughs> Mass deforestation. Before anyone done. cared about the environment, what do you mean? Uh, no. Uh, I've cared about the environment since episode two. And Captain Planet was Laura. around around the same time. Oh, uh, I forgot about Captain Planet. I was wrong. I'm sorry. Yo, we go watch Captain Planet. Uh, beans. Oh, I guess we have to yeah. now. Oh, we've got to watch Shit. Captain Planet right before we watch OKKO, OK and then we can watch the Captain Planet episode of OKKO. OK oh, we KO. have such a big list. Anyway. Um, hey, Nick. What? Hey, Nick. Do you want to go into a quick delve on, um, can we just go into a quick tangent of why we're enjoying the show so much, and how, and what your thoughts earlier today were about <laughs> watching the show? Yeah, no, she, I... Like, we're halfway through, and at this point, no, we were in five seconds, and we were all totally on board with this show, and it is, it, it was incredible, because literally, we have been putting off this show for so long. As a matter of fact, I was sitting in my class earlier today thinking, like, oh, we gotta watch she tonight. Is there any way I can convince them to put this off another week? I did not want to watch this show, but I am so happy we did. Oh, man. oh, I laughed so hard the, the entire time. It was um, weirdly enjoyable. Laura, can you, um, I know I'm just doing callbacks now from shit that we said off the air, <laughs> but can you say what you said? Um, I uh, Like, that perfectly describes the show? This show is, our enjoyment of it is a weird mix of ironic and genuine enjoyment of this show. It's yeah. so weird. I can't explain it. And... I came into this thing ready to hate it, and I was gonna roast this thing on the air, and I was gonna be a dick, you know, like I do, and it was gonna be good podcasting and everything, and I can't. <laughs> We're having fun, <laughs> unfortunately. I liked it too much. I'm sorry. I had a good time. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Adora is she right now. Uh, nobody can recognize her. Who is that mysterious war? Well, no. Who is that mysterious warrior woman? Um, and she punches some people and they leave. Um, well, okay. In in their defense, you guys were like, "How the fuck don't they recognize her? She looks exactly the same." And then I said, "Technically, every female character looks exactly the same on this every show. character. Yeah. Every character fair, looks the same. All the males all look like He Man." Except for the robot guys or whatever, except for the tin cans and minions, and all the ladies look the same. So like, yeah. And the best guy that we're gonna get to later. Um, but Skeletor? later we, shh, 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 cut that out, cut that out. <laughs> Skeletor needs to be as big a surprise to the audience okay. as he goes to us. Um, 
but no, the uh, as soon as she frees He Man, she goes to make her escape, and she just jumps through the just jumps through the wall, just through the air, and she just dives through a roof, and she lands on her horse. And the horse. Um, tur- oh, I love the horse. Can I talk about the horse real quick? Yeah. I love the horse. So I think the horse's name is Spirit when he's not magic. Yes, I think. Something like that. Yeah. And then when I think so. and then when horse is magic, he turns into a unicorn with like rainbow pegasus wings and his name is Swiftwind and he has the voice you would never expect to be given to a unicorn pegasus. It is Yo oh. Swiftwind has the voice that He Man should have. It's like the basiest voice in this whole show. What? He goes, nay, nay. Hello, Adora. It is I, Swiftwind. It's me, your friend. Nay. I'm ready to fuck some shit when you are. I like, and oh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna put it out here, Swiftwind. Hordak, more like shit, Dak. Let's fucking get him. Swiftwind, better than Battle Cat. I'll say it. Yeah. At me. Oh, yeah. Don't at 100%, me. 100%. Either at me or don't. Battle it's your Cat. choice. You can at me if you want, I guess. Please at me. I have no one to talk to. Battle Cat is attached to a character who's literally named Cringer, so... Yeah, that's he does true. Not have to, he does not have to go very far. Oh, Cringer. Um, Spirit doesn't talk. He just names. Yeah, so Spirit, Spirit already has the upper hand. Yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> Yo, I've been feeling really guilty for the past 15 seconds. Um, Swiftwind doesn't have the voice that He-Man should have. He has the one you'd expect He-Man to have. The voice that He-Man does have yeah. is the yeah. one he should yeah, have. Good. He's yeah. a sweet I was wrong. I was incorrect. This is why I don't make cartoons. I just watch them. <laughs> oh, well, hi there. You guys friends. clearly I... had it in the bag. I'm Adam He-Man, son. Um, but you're going to say Adam, Adam Sandler, Adam and I was about to have an aneurysm. Um... Oh, but the, the, another part that I loved was just the just the bit where He-Man's like, I need to destroy that ray. And he just jumps up, he just jumps upwards and just <laughs> digs through the ceiling and, and he just cuts to the roof <laughs> and burrows out through it. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the whole fucking show. He just jumps through the roof and just, di- he doesn't even like, smash all the way through it in, like, hero pose, like, all cool and shit. He just, like, digs through the roof. And and you're not going to have to use your imagination. All you have to do is go to our Twitter, because that's gonna be our goddamn gift for this episode. I swear uh, it. I swear it to we God. We might have to put out a couple of gifts. I swear it to God. We might have to put out a couple of gifts, because this entire show could be gift. Any I think it, it was. Oh. Yeah. That was the early internet, yeah. and I see why. Um, but so I get it now. So Hordak is gonna shoot his his laser at the forest, and um, he shoots it, and <laughs> Ador- and then Shira's like, "Oh, well, I can't let that happen." So she jumps down, grabs a big rock, and throws it up at the laser, and hits the rock instead of the forest. And he's like, "Oh no, um, oh no, now I." You wasted on a rock. Well, I have two charges, and now I'm going to destroy the forest. And then it goes back to He-Man. He's like, "Haha, nope!" And he punches it, and it dies. And he uses that, you know, that one uh, frontward-facing animation of He-Man punching something. Oh, that's right. <laughs> there are a couple of animations in the show. 
Um, one is the, the big one is He-Man punching things, and it's like it has two or three times the frames of of like a normal He-Man animation. And the other it one is smoothly animated yeah. compared to everything. It is jarring. Yeah, there's a couple of of little bits that are you can tell they animated and they just used it a bunch of times because it was smoother. Like one bit I swear is where He-Man walks up to something and you see him from the, from behind and he's walking up to it and just like for two just like for a half a second it'll be really it'll like be really smooth and they use that like once or twice in the first episode. But yeah, they saved the forest, and um, He-Man says he wants to bring... Uh, oh! Guys, we skipped over the best part! What? What? We get um, She-Ra's backstory uh, yeah. over how she over how she came to Etheria. Um, also, the place is called Etheria. And it's like, Not oh, to be yes. confused with Eternia, that's the other place. Wow. If you're thinking, man, they really can't come up with different names for things, you're right. That's what there, we thought too. <laughs> I don't know if they go into it in this show, but I know in the it is addressed, I believe, in the um in the remake. Thank goodness. Very slightly. That's spoilers. So we find out that Oh dang, Adora and, and Adam are are uh, are twins. twins. Um, Whoa! What a twist uh, and also, they're prince and princess, which, yeah, he's Prince Adam. Um, we find out that... Uh, uh, Are you okay? Hordak. I about said Hogarth a, a couple of times. Hordak did attack the kingdom, but that didn't work out, so he decided, I'm going to steal her kids. <laughs> so he, uh, he climbs in the window like some kind of gremlin, um, <laughs> like Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> He just he just go, he just goes in. He just climbs through the window. Like the queen is just like gently rocking her babies to sleep. So he's just like, hello, it's me. Yeah, Hordak comes in. It's fantastic. And then, like as they're narrating, he's like, and he came with his disciple Skeletor. The boy is and, here. And then you lose your goddamn mind. The crossover He just pops his head in real quick, and he's like, oh, he's in this. And you're like, oh, shit! And then Skeletor goes, nah! No, he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything in this episode, and it makes it even better. But, uh, Hogarth... Oh, what, what, man. Hor- Hor- he says shit later. Hunkman. He does. Hunkman steals Adora and gets out, and then Skeletor babies out and gives up the location. Well, no... They were gonna take both kids, but then man of but then man of arms comes in. Man at arms! That's his name, I guess. I don't know... <laughs> His name is Man-at-Arms. Yo, can I just, like, address how, like, Skeletor and all of them are, like, fucking with everybody? The king and the queen. Well, the king's gone, but the queen and shit? And Hordak gets his ass out of there, and then Skeletor's still there causing, you know, all sorts of fuckery, right? And the queen just on Sayanagi's his ass straight to the ground like some sort of badass motherfucker. And I'm like, oh, that's where Dora gets it from. Like, Jesus Christ. It runs in the family. It was awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, like, this is a family of of, of badasses over here. Yeah. Except the uh, king. The king doesn't in. do much. I think it's all from the mom's side. I mean, which ties in to my earlier judo chatter. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, yeah, no, the king is, is just a torso. 
Okay. We'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that later. But yeah, the king is a torso. Nick's theory. Oh, we'll get into the Nick's theory corner later. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But now it's time for episode four. Adora and Adam decide to go back to Eternia, which is where they're from. As they're leaving, though, Hordak sees them and activates his missile mode and pursues them through the portal. Um, and a- <laughs> now, at this point, you have not yet seen Hordak's missile mode. So it's kind of jarring when Hordak turns into a fucking nuclear-ass missile and rockets his way through this goddamn portal. Um, also, apparently Hordak has not seen his missile mode either because he's bad at piloting And he says this. He acknowledges this. Uh, but they go back to Eternia. They go back and Adam's all like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show mom and dad a surprise. And they're like, all right, son, we're gonna look at your surprise. And they're, and they're covering their eyes like, like children on Christmas. And then they, and then, and then they all open up their eyes and they see their long lost daughter. Immediately recognizable, the child they haven't seen since she was an infant. Like, Despite oh, the fact daughter. that this lady looks like she is in her 30s, looking very good for her 30s, but 30s nonetheless, they're all happy. Hordak, who is now back in Eternia, goes to see his old disciple Skeletor, and it's and, and it's team-up time. Well, it's not team-up time yet. Well, yeah. They, they fight for a second, they're not, then it's team-up They're not time. super happy, because they're both villains. Um... <laughs> And then you're you're sitting there and you're like, this is stupid. Team up. And then and then Hordak goes, hmm, this is stupid. Let's team up. And you're like, wow, you are so damn sensible. He does actually, say like not all the- he does. He says this is stupid. And I'm like, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then Skeletor goes, hmm, I agree. Yeah. 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 Um. But so skeletons the- everywhere. Oh my God, Sans. There it was. It's the boy. Let's go on. Yeah, no. Uh, Skeletor and Hordak decide that they're going to sneak into the castle. Um, and, and we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. And they and they kidnap Adora and, and make their escape. I think that's where we leave off for this episode. I think we resolve that in the next one. So their plan is for... So they have a cake, Yes. Skeletor yes. has some of his minions. They have a cake, yes, a big cake. Skeletor uses I love his, his minions, by the way. Skeletor uses his Skeletor magic to make him and his minions look like the goofy ass chef. And he gives the goofy ass chef he's playing a completely different voice from his own. No, but it's the same voice actor. It's the same voice actor, but he's like I can't even. It's not the same skeleton yet. It's more of an oh, it's me, the chef, sort of. It's me, the chef. Oh my gosh! I can't remember what it was exactly, he's but like it's this, really good. He's like this this perfect Italian chef caricature that you would see on the side of a soup can. <laughs> hey, hey! Go to any pizza place ever. Go to any pizza place in the world. You know those fat chefs that one to one conversion. So they bring the cake in the royal family who's having dinner and they're like you want dessert and they're like yeah and it's like surprise the cake is the what is his name hordak Hordak. the cake is hordak like he's not in the cake he is the cake i will say they take the girl (laughs) and they jumps out he jumps out of the cake he says kirk break you've been hordak only problem was that skeletor wasn't like did not jump out of the cake um birth like like surprise style 
didn't it, they didn't do it like Knuckles did. <sighs> I wanted it. I wanted it so badly. Cause Skeletor yeah, this is will the, just be another minute. Skeletor is the kind of guy who would do it. I have a few notes. I have just a few notes. If you can disguise yourself as whoever, get into the castle unimpeded, and have the royal family consume whatever you want, have I got the plan for you? May I suggest poison? <laughs> May I? Might I suggest poisoning all of their asses to hell and back, You know, and then back to hell again, because that's where you want them. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think the one thing that would bring Skeletor and a Hordak up to true villainy would be some good old-fashioned murder. <laughs> At least once. Nobody tries to kill anybody in this show. Hey, Nick. Yeah? When you saw Hordak building a giant laser ray that teleports things, you know what you suggested? What? A gun. <laughs> yeah! Maybe all of this concerted, like, like this ridiculous convoluted effort into maybe making, instead of a transporter ray, maybe just a kill gun. <laughs> maybe and now, just make Now you may in- be saying, you may be thinking to yourself, oh, they got, they got guns. They use guns all the time. I, man, I know, not those guns. I mean a gun not gun. A man, get the pointer, hell out a of gun that has a bullet. Get the hell out of here with that phaser set to stud ass bullshit. I mean a fucking gun. Fun fact. Fun fact. Those happened because there were strict laws about what sort of violence could be in cartoons, so no one could yeah, actually get I hurt. Yeah, I know, but I know, but within the universe, like I would always see commercials for Jake and the Neverland Pirates, and I would always be like, "Hey, Captain Hook's a pirate. Give him a gun. Why not shoot? Can he shoot this child already? <laughs> Can he put a cap in this kid's ass already?" It would be so easy. He's a goddamn child. If he's being this much of a nuisance, it's so easy. This is a five-year-old boy with a wooden plank as a sword going up against, like, a 40-year-old man who has a hook and also a gun in It should not be this hard. Hey, Hey, instead of shooting a lot of water, you know what your cannon should shoot? The boy. Fucking... Fucking cannon bullets! Make them shoot the fucking cannon bullets! Alright, yeah, okay. Nef- Sink his ass down to Davy Jones's locker and kill him really hard! That's it. Chip Sleepy G. I feel this bad about been- trash talking Captain Hook because. This has been my hot take. Okay, yeah, Disney. Disney Junior version of Captain <laughs> Hook is not down to murder anybody. But. In the movie, he did kill a guy for sing- or for playing the accordion. Keep in mind, Jake in the Neverland Pirates also has a book that says, Remember, a good pirate never steals anything. <laughs> yeah, bullshit, Jake. Bullshit. Horseshit. Yo, we're doing Jake in the Neverland Pirates next week, and I'm gonna pick this show the fuck apart. I'm so angry. Okay. Uh, uh, all right, battle all right, for all right. so... Like, I know they can't show that shit on television for kids. It's Disney Junior or whatever. But I'm talking, like, I have a strictly in-universe perspective. I want a rated uh... M7+, plus, Jake and the Netherland. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mixed well, up now... about 17 different ratings in that. Now, hold on. Real quick, I do want to say Skeletor and Hordak kidnap Adora. 
uh, Adam's like, oh yeah, She-Ra. Yeah, we gotta find him, or we gotta get him, we gotta get her back. Um, we forgot about the sobbing scene. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, the the show has a really, really, like, like peppy theme song. Plays all the time, they have only one song that ever plays, and it graded on They me. just play that song over and over again anytime anything happens. Oh, they've also got the He-Man theme, but... Those are the only two, but they also use it for their for their scene transitions. So we see, all right, Hordak and Skeletor. They just captured Dora. Uh, this is all sad. This is this is crazy. And they go Shira, and then immediately they smash cut to the queen sobbing in her throne. <laughs> Utterly broken woman. The juxtaposition we of it the is scene, hilarious. Like five times. It was so damn funny. She-Ra. 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 And, like, the king is, like, leaning at a 45-degree angle to hold her hand while she's sucking. Oh, crap. And, like, they're just standing there. And they're just, like, watching the funeral. Like, like, oh, my God. This is where we're at Yeah. Well, no, now's just about as good as Yeah, I laughed really hard. Now it's just about as good a time as any. Oh, do it. To go into Nick's Theory Corner. Nick's Theory Corner. Nick's Theory. We got a hot one this time. We've got a hot one this time. Uh, in one scene, I happened to notice what looked like a little animation error, where the king's torso was was positioned in just such a way that it looked like his legs were in a different animation cell than his than his torso, making it look like his torso was being held in front of his legs. This didn't look anatomically correct. And the simple plebeians out there might think, oh yeah, it was the 80s, they made a mistake. No. Fucking plebs. One thing that He-Man has taught me in my short time knowing him is that there are no such mistakes. <laughs> we are actually seeing what we are actually One seeing One thing here. that this Bob Ross-ass motherfucker has taught me is that there are no mistakes, just happy just accidents. Happy accidents. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> damn it, damn it. Um, no, I saw see... an opportunity, I went for it. I'm you glad did, you did. And I appreciate it. But we see the king... What appears to be his whole body, what we're actually seeing is the king who has been horribly, horribly mutilated, probably at some point by Skeletor. The king has lost the entire lower half of his body. It is tragic. But, like Franklin Delano Roosevelt, he has decided he is not going to let his people know that he has been crippled. So he hired a man probably named Jim the Legman, <laughs> to constantly hold him underneath his robes and carry him around, always being positioned just behind everybody's viewpoint so everybody believes that the king is walking on his own two legs, but in reality, it's Jim, and Jim is carrying him around like the hero he is. And everybody looks up to their king. You're beautiful, king. You're amazing. And he's like, I'm so glad that I can be strong for my people. And behind him, Jim is being... Jim is crying, saying, I'm so glad I can help the king be strong for his people. 
That's canon. I'm going to put that on the He-Man wiki now. It's the true untold story. I didn't think it was a goddamn secret. I just thought that it happened and he got a guy to carry him places. But you're telling me this is some FDR national secret ass shit. It is a national secret. The only person who knows is Skeletor. <laughs> Not even what about his, his fucking wife? Not his wife. <sighs> Not tonight, baby. I'm, uh... I'm not feeling it. <laughs> the king has had to keep many, <laughs> many secrets. And the truest secret is that he is not actually the biological father of He-Man and Adora. That honor it's goes to Jim, Jim the Light. Nope, nope, nope. Episode 5, episode 5, episode 5. That's where they got, that's where He-Man got his last name. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> You're My fired, mind is Nick. goddamn blown. Nick, you're no, fired. Nick, you're getting a raise. <laughs> it evens out. Nothing happens. Listen, we don't have money. Listeners, listeners, I'd like it to be known that before I own 33% of this podcast, now it seems that now I, I'm, I'm down 17% because... <laughs> Let me do let me do the math real quick here. Nick now owns fifty percent of this podcast and I now own sixteen. Oh man. Nick's been promoted. Majority shareholder, baby. Oh no. I'm only the second largest shareholder now. <laughs> we Episode are... five. <laughs> we need to get moving. Going corporate. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Nick, you can now fire any one of us. Oh, especially no. me. I fire Cringer. Good <laughs> You're out of here. You're out of here. Episode 5. I think this is when Adora breaks out of prison. Pretty much all on her own. She's oh, pretty yeah. sly. Oh, this is also the one where she is, like, surprisingly charming with her witty banter in the fights. And I actually like what? it a lot. Alright, alright, alright. Do the recap and then we'll talk about it. She breaks out, gets her sword, goes She-Ra. And then she and He-Man go back to Etheria. Yes. She beats up Skeletor first. Yeah, they beat up Skeletor, and then they go back to... She takes his lunch money. Mm-hmm, he, has no, he can't buy his chicken nuggets. <laughs> um, they go back to Etheria, and they help the Rebellion um, take back uh, the kingdom of Brightmoon, which is the kingdom that Glimmer and her mother, Angela, are from. Oh, we, we skipped the entire subplot about them going to rescue oh, yeah. Angela from Harpies. They rescued Angela yeah, from Harpies, it's no big... Yeah. Honestly, I didn't care about that bit at all. Yeah. Adora learns that aside from also having all of He-Man's powers, she can also heal people and talk to bears. <laughs> she can talk to animals. Only bears. <laughs> only bears. <laughs> no, only um, bears. Yes, they win the battle. They, I guess, blasting off again. Rothgar's ass. Did you just substitute what? one of our D&D villains? Into Hordak's name. Did I? Which one? You said Hrothgar. Hrothgar? Yeah. Wait, who's Hrothgar? Is he one of our D&D villains? I think so. Is he one of ours? Is he one of yours? I think so, yeah. Oh no. Oops. I know <laughs> I Hrothgar do. is... It's from Skyrim. And... Wait, what? Norway. <laughs> There's a place in Skyrim called High Hrothgar, and it's awesome. So our heroes password Jayla and... <laughs> This is our D&D fan cast now. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, they beat up them. They leave. Um, it's Bright Moon. And then Adora's like, I gotta stay here. 
I gotta help them beat up the horde. And He-Man's like, if you ever need help, let me know. And then <laughs> Adora flies off on Swiftwind in no frames of animation. <laughs> she hovers there for a bit. And then a single tear falls out of He-Man's eyes and very quickly just like zoops down his face. <laughs> And we laughed. And we laughed so hard. Oh my gosh. So funny. It gives new meaning to the phrase a single manly tear. Because <laughs> not only because not only is it one tear, not only is it coming out of He Man's man eye, but his it is man the, eye. <laughs> it is the smallest <laughs> tear ever. It somehow betrays more emotion than some characters can get out of just bawling their eyes out. It is just like, oh, it's so funny. It was the best, and we watched it nine times. So good. Okay, She-Ra, she breaks out of jail, and then she makes about 90 quips while kicking Skeletor's ass completely apart. God, she's so surprisingly charming. Well, first, now, I do want to go over some controversy we had Uh among the storyboard cast. There was a oh. bit when, like, Adora is captured. She's unconscious. Well, no, no, no she, she isn't unconscious. They bring her in. They're like, ah, yes, it is our plan to keep you here in the dungeon. And then Adora's like, ah. And then she faints. And they're like, oh, she's fainted. And Skeletor's like, ha, like a woman does. And he's like, take her to the dungeon. And you're thinking, like, ah, Skeletor, we love you, man. But you can't well, go saying stuff like that. I didn't think it. I said it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but here's the thing, though. Here is the reality of the situation. Obviously, that's a pretty shitty thing to say. You don't want to say stuff like that. But Skeletor knows who he is. His name is Skeletor, for for, for criminy's sake. He's not trying, he's not trying yeah. to be the good guy. He knows that he's the villain. And he has decided, well, you know what? My name is Skeletor. I have a skull face. My best friends are half King Cobra and <laughs> Blue Orc. So you know what? I'ma just go all in. No middle sliders on this man. He is... <laughs> if he has the chance to be evil in a situation, he's gonna be the most evil. <laughs> this man is incredible. So no when he thought... And, and you know what's the most evil thing? Misogyny. <laughs> Holy shit, are you okay? That Gav- sounded violent. Gavin, are... What? Do you have a kid? No. Because that was a dad sneeze. <laughs> I pooped out a baby. His name is, um, uh, Adam. Skeletor. <laughs> you name your kid Adam, I'll name my kid Skeletor. They can fight. Ah, shit. <laughs> ah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> This is what God, we I do. Can't... We have children, and then we raise them to battle each other like some oh kind my of God. fucked up Pokemon. I get to be the weird falcon ant. And I'm the weird we falcon ra- sorcerer's ant. We have children for the sole purpose of Beyblading them when they're older. <laughs> Actually, no, at every point throughout their lives. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, I don't want to be Blade Skeletor. God damn it, Adam. Skeletor, I- I- I've raised you for these for these three years. 
What have I always taught you? Never give up, father! I told you to get the damn ring or else no dessert tonight! Do you want daddy to love you or not? Oh my god. Single no. human tear rolls down my cheek. That'll do, Skeletor. That'll do. No, Nick, what you do is... It's like like when parents like speak in a British accent around their kids, so the kid grows up with a British accent, you talk like Skeletor around your kid. <laughs> he grows up talking like that. God damn it. I chose today to have a slight cold, and any other day I could do Skeletor's voice. Oh. Blast you, He-Man! Yeah. yeah! God damn it! Also, just want to run by the fact that Adora didn't actually faint. She has actually been trained as a military individual, and she knows how to get out of the situation. She you know, is... like a woman, and then she kicks her damn ass. Hell yeah. She's very charming. She has, like, cute quips. Like, there's two guys run at her, and she's like, oh, you boys are so forward. Well, I guess I can do one dance. It, like, twirls around and throws them halfway across the room. It's Oh, I, for- I forgot to... I forgot to postulate that Eggman is plenty evil, and yet Eggman is a huge feminist. He's not evil. He's to not the as core. evil. He's not as evil as Skeletor. Eggman I guess, also. You could. Eggman also like, helps Sonic and Shadow defeat the the bio weapon and keeps the space colony arc from crashing into the Earth. He's not one hundred percent. Well, that's evil. because the bio lizard was gonna smash into the Earth, and Eggman can't rule Earth if it's been smashified. Right, but ruling the Earth is less evil than blowing the Earth up. I guess. If Skeletor were in that situation, he's like, he'd be like, "Hell yeah, Bio Lizard, let's do it!" Hell, hell yeah, Bio Lizard! And then he'd fuse with the Bio Lizard, and it would become the Skeleton Bio Lizard. And then it becomes well, Dry Bowser. <laughs> do you guys have anything else to add before going into final thoughts? <sighs> just the fact that Shira literally canonically just kicks Skeletor's skeleton balls in before He-Man can even show up. <laughs> Is Skeletor, like, is he all skeleton? Is it just his face? Is I that think, his body? Is that I, his I, We're not going into suit? this here. We're not going into this here. I know where this ends, and we're not. We're done. We're done. We're not doing this. I know where this goes. No. No. No, no. I don't exactly want to go there. I wanted to go there, but now I'm not. I just legitimately want to know if his body is blue, or if that's a suit, or if it's just his face, or if he, if that hood leads to nothing, or if that's, like his clothes there i, have I been, really want to know i actually came prepared accidentally there are several answers to this question i don't know if any of them are canon but from my knowledge in no case is he ever actually a skeleton okay in one case there was a later i think it was an animated short for for he-man it was revealed that originally he was a human wizard warlock guy and some kind of evil magical sphere or acid or something got splashed on his face or shot his face, and then he showed up later, and he was a crazy skeleton-faced lunatic. And that was the hill he decided to die on. Yeah, he's like, I've got a skeleton head now. Well, I guess I'm going down this path. Is this what I sound like now? Oh, babe. I've got a skeleton head. My life is going to be hilarious. I've got a skeleton head now. I guess I'm... Guess I'm gonna be mean to women now. Ugh. I'm. All right. 
I'm going to be a very, very silly person. <laughs> no metal sliders, am I right, boys? No Mommy, metal sliders. <laughs> Mommy Tor always told me never to do anything halfway. <laughs> so, Mommy Tor was his name Skeletor before this incident? No, no. it was Mantor. In canon, <laughs> there has been in, in no can. I don't think any of its. I don't know if it's any of its canon. Maybe it's tier two canon. But in no case where they have explained his backstory was his name ever Skeletor beforehand. I am almost positive. Hey, Johnny Normal Face, could you help me lift these crates? These heavy hey, crates, I need lifting. You know, Mantor. you always do, Arm Day. Mantor, hey. help me out with this shit. Mm, of course. I'd love to help you out with this shit. Watch out for <laughs> this the is magic what... acid! This oh, is what wait. I said. Oh my god! No, 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 no. <laughs> He had to be man. No, no. He, he was probably man at arms, brother, and his name was Man who has a skeleton. Man with skeleton. I'm man who has a skeleton. On the inside, and that's where it's gonna stay, probably. On the inside, of course. You know where they belong. But you know, this you never is know. what I sound like. Oh my god. Okay. The smooth, sensual voice. Hey guys. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Nick late one night, several weeks ago, and Nick, you just let me know when you know where I'm going with this, but hmm. I secretly discovered the best thing ever, and then Nick died a happy man. Oh, I'm getting vague memories. Nick was trying to convince me to watch the new She-Ra, and I asked if Skeletor was in it, because, of course, you want Skeletor in every TV show you watch, ideally. Yes. And so I was asking if Skeletor was it, and he said, not yet. He hasn't been revealed. And I go, oh, so has has he spoken yet? We haven't heard the voice? Are they going to have the same voice? Because this was very important to me. Are they going to have the same voice for Skeletor? And Nick goes, I don't know. And then I, cr it just came to me in a vision. I cracked the code for who would be the perfect voice for Skeletor in the new She-Ra. Who? You get... You get Skeletor out there, and everybody's expected this shrill-ass Skeletor fucking papyrus-ass motherfucker, and he opens his mouth, Wait. and there are the smooth, savory licks no. of Cecil Baldwin. There it is! <laughs> and he just, he just opens his mouth and sends you straight on a cloud of dreams, oh my right, God. while being the most chaotic motherfucker alive. Oh. Oh and that, my friends, so is the right. best thing ever. Man. Oh, You're right. So also, right. Skeletor pushed Hordak through a through a hole back to his <laughs> realm. Because he's just... Oh, yeah. Cool Skeletor decided to be last-minute chaotic. And for once, it didn't bite him in the ass. Until <laughs> She-Ra kicked his ass completely but apart. But that was going to happen anyway. But Again. it was looking pretty good up until then. Again, no. The, at this point, Skeletor was was faced with two options. Option one, push Hordak through this hole. Option two, don't push Hordak through this hole. <laughs> Which of course you go no with one. middle sliders. <laughs> Just push him in a little bit. What part of no middle sliders do you not get? Can we please go to final thoughts? I'm very sleepy. Yes, it's time to get a final right, thoughts. Yeah. So I, I got on here. Um, 
expecting to tear Shira completely apart, you know, like I've said before, and then I found myself enjoying it within about, oh, five fucking seconds. Because the theme opened up, and it was the most 80s, like, $2 animation-ass bullshit ever. It was so goddamn funny. And then I sat down, chilling with my boys, you know, just watching watching me some cartoons, like, yo, the good old times, while we, you know, start this podcast and junk. And then this show was just so... Between all of us, we all agreed that this was the most laughable fucking shit ever. And this was just good time central. So, yeah, I liked it. A lot. It's not creative at all. Let let me get one thing straight. It is not. Every, every character looks the exact same. And most of them have the personality of a wet napkin. But, past that... It's fucking hilarious. It's great, and it's a good time. It you, you just gotta look for the gems. You gotta sift through the rubble, look for the gems, and you're you're gonna you're gonna be just swell. Yeah, no, I just again, I was not looking forward to this at all. I went into this with the lowest possible expectations, and it just it immediately got me just how funny this was. I think. I think the thing that gets me about it is what 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 they're giving you. Like the base parts are not good. They did not put much effort. They did not put much. Um, well, I don't want to say effort because they did not. It, it just didn't feel. It felt like it should have been bad. It was the 1980s. Yeah. This was as good as they could do. But you could tell that there was so much energy behind it, and all of that energy could have been total bullcrap. Literally was, at the very beginning, He-Man was there to sell toys. He was the male Barbie. But there's just so much stupid energy behind it. And Can I, can we, I add something real quick? Yeah. He was the male Barbie, which is why I find it so hilarious that they made a spin-off female male Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's actually kind of interesting because you get like, alright, here's Barbie, but we want to have a boy version of Barbie. Okay, well, he's doing really successful, and then somebody realized, just like... tried to combine boy and Barbie, and it did not work. Boy, B. <laughs> it's, it's, Bar. It sounds like... It sounds like you're from goddamn upstate New York, and you just tried to... Yeah. Well, I'm from like Utica, from... and I've never heard the term boy, B. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds like you're from goddamn New Jersey, and you just said Barbie. Yeah, boy, B. <laughs> Or you're from Australia and you just tried to say Barbie. But in that case, it's completely different. You're talking about throwing steaks on the boy bee. Um, That's not a thing Australians do. No, please. you throw you throw Stop. shrimps on the Barbie and you you buy boy bees for your kid for your kids. <laughs> they had they had a He Man, and I think at some point they're like, I feel like yeah, Barbie is a cool toy for this, but. Maybe we should have a strong female role model. And originally... Barbie doesn't kick enough ass. She doesn't. Yo, where's my fucking kickboxer-ass motherfucking slice a tank completely in half Barbie? Barbie's yeah, I was thinking, like... Enough. I was thinking, especially when, like, w- when when the new She-Ra came out, people were like, ah, oh, well, she's too... This she is too manly. And I'm like, okay, so was the oh, original... Bullshit. Everyone yeah, no, complained about the designs and stuff is a little whiner, and I don't respect them. 
that's my hot take. I, I do feel like it's kind of bullcrap. I, I think, but I think your the, opinions are valid. Please listen to our show. This has been valid. the ass kissing portion. This has been the ass kissing portion of our podcast. Thank you. I'm not kissing your ass. But so whenever I heard that people Bro. were saying that the new She-Ra was too like she wasn't feminine enough, I'm thinking like, oh, then what's the old She-Ra gonna be? Is it just going to be like, oh, yeah, she's got a sword, but she's like, she's all prissy and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to wave my magic sword and cast rainbows and stuff. No, <laughs> here, Adora is a soldier. She is a high ranking officer in the military and she kicks butt as she, as soon as she goes to fight people. She is smart and she she takes them out and. Mm -hmm. I was I was pleasantly surprised to see that. They showed her kicking butt, which I feel like that's what they set out to do, and they did it. And this was in the nineteen eighties. It wasn't perfect, obviously, but it was it was a she kicked butt. And I that was more than I was expecting. So nineteen eighties, usually I have to say but this time I say, ah that's my thoughts on the show. As far as writing goes, I had fully expected Adora being a, a horde soldier. I had, I thought that was just a new Netflix thing because I found that extremely creative and dramatic. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god. And they didn't do nearly as much with it in the original. But I found it, ex as a core concept, I found it extremely clever and dramatic and cool and a, a fun concept. And... I was so damn surprised when that was the original She-Ra as well. Oh, and one last thing I want to add. So sorry to keep you up, Laura, but this is the last thing. I feel like one of the big things that, that really sold me on this show was was He-Man. That's probably just because at this point they didn't have to establish him and say like, all right, well, this is this is the beginnings of He-Man, uh, he like we were seeing with She-Ra. At this point, he's already He-Man and he's already like... I, Hi, I'm like, oh, well, hi, I'm He-Man. Um, he's just so funny to me. He's just, he's hilarious. And I think that everything surrounding him is hilarious in that somewhere between ironic and genuine 80s way. And he's fun. This show was fun. I liked it. I just have one more thing I want to add about the um, design things. People were just upset because the new She-Ra doesn't show as much skin as the old one. Uh, I, I don't Your know babies. if that was. That's it. pretty much what it is. That's it's it. it that's what it is. That's basically I what it is. I, I can see that 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 might be it, but I feel like it's a lot more like in this one. Shira looks very much like an '80s like supermodel. Like you, th no, really, like she looks like. Yeah, she shows like more skin, and now she's dressed like a teenager. Well, no, this would one appropriately she... be dressed like. I don't know if it's this. It might be the skin thing. It really might. Boo but I... fucking who? She-Ra's not showing enough skin. I hate that. Grow the fuck up. Now, that being said, if He-Man's not showing... <laughs> if He-Man is showing less skin yeah, no, than it's... he is in the original, I'm gonna be thoroughly disappointed. It could have been worse <laughs> with old She-Ra. I'm just saying that's basically what it boils down to and people need to grow up. Anyway, onto the show, actually. Um, yeah, it's... I had fun. I had more fun than I had watching other things. Like, I think part of the reason I liked it more than Captain N is that it wasn't already tied to a property that I had previous knowledge on, so I didn't have 
that stuff getting in the way of my enjoyment of it. But, like, it's the story is a fairly competent story, sort of. You don't watch it for the story, though. It's just dumb fun with some silly banter and some goofy-looking action. It's just fun. It's just you, it's one of those turn-off-your-brains, have some, just smile and laugh with your friends on the couch, and laugh at the funny animation. I wish there was more music, though. <laughs> I got sick of that one track. I don't know how they got on in 1985 without being able to rewind certain scenes and watch them over <laughs> and over and over again. Because, goddamn. That's why the show made so much money. People would watch it the first time, and then they and, and, and then, <laughs> then they would immediately have to tune in the next time that particular episode was going to be on, because they need to tape it, and so then they can rewind it. They have Just to. Just so they can see He-Man <laughs> crawling through a ceiling slash floor. <laughs> this show was made to sell toys, and yet, and yet, it is so enjoyable on its own. And now it's time for ratings. I'm going to give this show, and it is so hard. It's so hard to rate a show based on ironic enjoyment. And it's even harder when some of it's ironic and some of it's genuine. So, I like, you want to be I'm, fair to genuinely good things. But, like, yeah. yeah. On the quality scale, I'd say 6.1. On the enjoyment scale, easy 7.9, maybe 8 point something. Like, I just, I had so much fun with this. So if I'm judging it on, like, how is this as a cartoon? Like, low. How how much did I enjoy it? Like, around eight. Yeah, eight's where I'm going to be. <laughs> so eight's where I'm going to be. I liked it. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. It's good. It's funny. I'm really tired. I'm sorry. I'm giving it all I got right now. I'm very tired. You heard why I liked it. It's good. <laughs> Gavin. <laughs> well, fans... Here at the end of our show, I'd just like to see Shira off with a single manly tear out of a possible one, because that's all that needed to be said. <laughs> Nothing at all. Thank you. I'm with you. Beautiful. Thank you to my cousins, Anna for doing the art, and Sammy for doing the lettering on our lovely cover image. Please check out the links in our description, podcast description, for links to their good art things. I love them and they're talented. Thank you. Oh, feel free to uh, interrupt me on this one, and you'll know when. Oh, God. Guys, I'd like to thank a musical genius, alright, by the name of Ryan, or Chongo. Don't confuse them. One's his IRL, one's his online name. If you know him in real life... What the fuck are you listening to my intro for? Like, you know this shit. But online, he's Chongo. Anyways, he's a musical fucking genius. Known for such great, amazing hits. Like, such as... Bohemian Rhapsody. Now, hold on. I can't get no satisfaction. I think he did Once in a Lifetime. Once, <laughs> one of my favorites. Um, What a guy. What a guy. And... Well, he passed away earlier. Oh, this no, month. hold on. No, okay, no, okay, okay, okay. You were right. I did know when what? to cut you off. <laughs> I knew when to cut you off a couple of times. Chongo's still alive and well. Please don't oh, shit. kill of the living. <laughs> Chongo's alive and well, and if you like those songs, too bad. He didn't write them. But listen up, if you like those songs, you've been listening to trash music. 
let <laughs> let me introduce you to some real goddamn tunes off of his album Hat Shop. He let us use Bacon Hat, and that's our fucking intro. And I know when you were listening to our podcast, and you thought to yourself, "Man." All that time I spent listening to goddamn Rolling Stones, and I could have been doing this shit. You know, like the 80s hipster you are. But it's, it's, it's good shit. It's real good shit. He has a band with Penny Parker. It's called Go Child. We put their links in the, the description, like always. It's, go, go give them a listen. Your ears are gonna be real happy. Your ears are gonna thank you. Real nice. Real quick, I do also want to mention, uh, recently he put out, like, a huge giant mashup. If you like Rhythm Heaven, he did a giant mashup on his YouTube channel called the Chongo Show. I saw Show. that. Yeah, it's called Rhythm Nirvana, and it is insane. He did a great oh, job. I, I just wanted to mention that. I haven't, I haven't watched it is yet. That, good. Is that Nirvana, like, the band, or Nirvana, like, it, no, it's, it's really good? It it's takes called Rhythm Nirvana because it's good. It's like... Above okay. heaven, I guess. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think the afterlifes have a rating system. <laughs> <laughs> I think the afterlifes do have a rating system, but typically it's hell or heaven, and there's about two of them. There's well, there's more. There are some other ones. <laughs> there's more if your culture is interesting. <laughs> hey, hey, hey the, Nick. Hey, the Catholics have purgatory. Yeah. All right. But fucking Norse Athmus, <laughs> Norse ass mythos is the goddamn best. You're right. Ooh. Why don't you go into your thing, Nick? Finally, thank you to Lunar Light Studio for having us on the network. Check out the other shows on the network, such as Ink Tank, an enthusiast post- pasta cast, pasta cast, <laughs> a podcast about Italian cuisine. <laughs> Ink Tank, an enthusiast pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Ink Tank, an enthusiast podcast about animated feature films, such as, um, oof. Hercules. Hercules. I edited the one on Hercules. Uh, there's, some animated feature films include Hercules. Um, (laughs) Ratatouille. The Good Dinosaur. Um. Nope, they didn't go over the Good Dinosaur. No, I I said some animated features include. I didn't say they didn't. Oh, I apologize. And Watership Down. Alright, um... And a new one, Super Bootleg Podcast 7, a podcast celebrating bootleg video games. Some of which include... I am not legally allowed to tell you. Nintendo would hurt me. (laughs) Granddad! Um... Check out the new Lunar Light Studio Patreon at lunarlightstudio.com slash Patreon to help support our podcasts. Our social media is... Our social media is... At storyboard underscore cast on Twitter. And storyboardcast.tumblr.com. I keep forgetting to do things with the Tumblr. I'm yeah, sorry. Just, anyway... Yeah, just use that audio. Thank you. I don't <laughs> usually say that. I'm not getting paid enough to talk about our social media. <laughs> if you want us to, to watch a certain show, you should let us know through our Twitter or our Tumblr. Do that. Talk we'll to say us. it was... Please talk to us. We're lonely and sad. But Speak to me. We can be less one of those less things if you talk to. I'm very tired. Would you watch more She-Ra, y'all? No. Hey, I have. I have to. I have to add something Please. real quick in our as part of our thank yous. About I don't know three minutes ago, in your time, you all heard me say, blah, 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 "Rolling Stones." Blah, 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 you're an '80s nerd. Whatever. Blah blah blah. blah. I would just like to point out, I know 
that the Rolling Stones is a 1960s band. I know, I know, I know, I get it. Don't email me. I know. I am typecasting that if you listen to a lot of Rolling Stones, you're also probably listening to a lot of 80s band nerd shit like the 80s nerd you are. It's all dad that's rock me. all, all that, the way down. That's me. That, it's all dad rock all the way down. I'm typecasting. Guys. You know, generalizations like an stop asshole. Stop being mean to Don't dad rock. Don't give me your emails. I know. I listen to dad rock so much, I though. love dad rock. Don't hey, be mean about it. Dad rock's really good. Dad rock's good. really good. Good. Keep, I like dad rock. Also, Gavin, what are you doing? I, I really like running in the 90s. <laughs> That's not dad rock, but okay. Not dad rock. <laughs> yeah, but isn't it though? <laughs> no. That's not dad rock. I know, but I wanted to talk about running in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> hey, would you guys watch more She-Ra 1985? I'm gonna make my sister watch She-Ra 1985. <sighs> guys. I'd watch more. It's funny. Give me a minute. I need to catch up on all of He-Man first. Then I'll, but then yes, I will definitely watch more She-Ra 1985. Well, normally this is when I would go up to watch more TV shows, but I'm sleepy, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. I mean, I've got my laptop in, I've got my laptop in my mania closet, so I'm gonna stay right here too. Alright, well, I guess that's the end of it. I gotta walk home. Well, I'm, well, well, you guys are losers. I'm pulling up the He-Man and the She-Ra's right now. I'm going to watch them in two separate windows at the same time. You have class tomorrow, you jackass. I don't have class until 11 a.m. I got class at 8.30. Bye, everyone. I love you. Goodbye, friends. Do I love you? You'll never know. I do. So I don't know if this is something that's been going on for a while, but I went into Task Manager, and under Background Processes, uh, it has a little 117 next to it. Background. I think maybe processes. don't do that. That sounds like a bad. Yeah. What is Antimalware? What is what? Antimalware. What the uh, fuck? First of all, Nick, it's called Anti-Malware. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.